Welcome, everybody, in the world to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. Please, everyone listening at home, remember to silence your phones. And uh, I just was saying that out loud because I forgot to silence my phone. And now it is silenced. Welcome, <laughs> It is uh This episode is being released August 13th, and... Yeah, it's it's freaking almost here, guys. Christmas. <laughs> it's coming. Do you guys have your Christmas shopping done yet? I'm going to give you guys the advice right now to just get it going. Get it going now. Get it done. Have your Christmas shopping done by the end of September. Okay, I walked into a Michael's mm-hmm. the other day, and they already have the Christmas stuff looming in the background. It's like, it's it's not quite out yet, but it's like winter is coming it's spoken through it's spoken through the halloween display <laughs> yeah. and i they don't have, appreciate they have it. the halloween oh, display Halloween's up already fully too? up and i'm okay with that that can be year round that's <laughs> fine yeah because halloween's more of an aesthetic christmas isn't an aesthetic no no it, but it's it's popping out behind all the little ghouls and ghosts there's like a little red ribbon coming through <laughs> it's coming it's coming and you know what guys it's a lot better to be ready for it and just have the stuff done you know, things go on sale all the time. You don't have to wait till Black Friday to get everything done and and get a broken arm or something. You know, just enjoy your holiday without having to 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 to, to, to go shopping all the time. It's the worst. And you got to like drive out in the snow and it's for the birds, guys. Get it done while it's nice out. <laughs> the holidays are coming. I don't what know. do you want for Christmas, Michael? What do I want for Christmas? Uh, world peace. <laughs> Are you a beauty contestant? Yes. This is a pageant. The Michael the Pretty pageant hour. Um, Nintendo Switch would be nice. Uh, or like a gift card to some clothing shop. Because I need new clothes. Pacific Sunwear. PacSun? <laughs> it took me a minute to register that that's what PacSun is. Pacific Sunwear. That's smart rebranding by them. Because it... I wouldn't consider going somewhere called Pacific Sunwear because I would think it's just like, that's not for me. But PacSun, that's like hip. Mm-hmm. Give me a PacSun gift card for Christmas. That's no, your... Duly noted. Thank you. <laughs> you owe me a Christmas <laughs> present. Oh, man. If you've never listened to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour before, eh, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, man? I try so hard. I've been, I've been grinding for two years almost now. And all of that, grinder. I've been on Grinder for two years now, promoting my podcast. <laughs> People will message me and say "head," and I'll say, "I have something for your head." <laughs> it's called Michael Dupree Friday That's Hour. So disappointing! An art showcase and comedy <laughs> show where we feature local musicians, artists, poets, painters, sculptors. Nope, we haven't had any sculptors yet. Still, um, and also it just generally interesting people. Uh, and then they say so head and then i close out my app it's not for me i don't know i don't know what to say <laughs> today a for effort thank you that's a little generous <laughs> okay. 
C plus. Thank you. Okay. That was a little, that was a big demotion. I would say D forever, but. Oh, man. You're really, you're really, you're really uh, roasting me. (laughs) Today, I am joined by Emily Rose. She is a singer, songwriter, folk, like powerhouse. That's a good powerhouse gym. (laughs) <laughs> not an ad <laughs> brought to you by Sun and powerhouse gym yeah. and grinder michael the pre-brian <laughs> we got we got the holy trinity <laughs> that th- those three is one person's aesthetic <laughs> that one is person it's like so true though those they go together <laughs> they go together pretty well that's a very specific person the Sun part they really have ties like it together. flowery shorts Mm-hmm. Like and they, they have their 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 swim shorts and everyday wear. Yes, they have a, a blonde faux hawk. Never a shirt on. No, but a coral necklace. <laughs> totally. Yes. Or a puka shell. A puka. Well, that that that's the same person in like 2002. Okay. Do people still wear puka shell necklaces? I hope not. Hmm. Well, you are Emily Rose. I am. Thanks. You are releasing an album this Saturday, August 17th. Eight, uh, 18th. Oof. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. It's called Wake Up Brave. Correct. And you're on my show now. <laughs> Finally. How does it feel? It, yeah, it's a long yeah, time it's, coming. It's a long time due, and I appreciate I, your patience. It, I've been waiting. I've been looking at the, our messenger conversation t- consistently, just straight through for an hour, Pretty for a year. embarrassing. Just like. <laughs> on my part. Just staring, like waiting for that little Those three. The little three ellipses, yeah, to come. And. Finally, yeah, they are here. Yeah, those ellipses have been resolved. Yeah, and it's fully, it's fully my fault. I took forever to make this record, and it's happening. It's finally happening. It's here. I can't believe. Hey, it. I would rather you have something on that you are excited to talk about than you'd come on and be like, "That's eh, it'll happen eventually." Yeah. So it works exactly. It works. So since we're in the throes of summer, we're well. I mean, the summer is almost over. Like, a couple weeks left. It just begun. If for us, it best we can. <laughs> well, but uh, by the time, wink, wink. Because it's August. Yes, it is August, halfway through August. Ooh, this heat wave. Mm-hmm. It's actually really nice out today it's that beautiful. we're recording this. I, I like walked out of my house wearing shorts, and I'm like, I don't need these. These are a little chilly. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. But so what are some of your favorite things to do in the summertime? Like it's summertime, and you're like, what is, what, like, it's springtime, and it's not quite warm enough to do like the summer stuff you want what, mm-hmm. like what are the things you're looking forward to doing um gosh i've been doing a lot of sitting indoors uh this summer really <laughs> I, I do a lot of looking out the window wouldn't it be nice to go out there i should go out there <laughs> i won't but it would be nice <laughs> uh well, yeah, I've been, I've, like, feels like the last couple of weeks I've just been on the computer a lot indoors, you know, like sending out emails mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Emails are fun. It's been a working summer. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of, because I've been uh, finishing up the record. Uh, I'm booking a tour right now, and I'm just trying to get everything um, in order. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a working summer, but I have a couple camping trips coming up that I'm just gonna put it all yeah yeah, and I'm just gonna go crazy. That's usually how you it know? goes. It's Instead like of spreading out my fun, I'm just gonna <laughs> like localize it and yeah. like really let loose. That's how it goes usually. It's like 
you start to get almost through the whole summer, and then you're like, I haven't done anything. I gotta, I, 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 let's go, let's go camping at the end of August. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it wasn't planned out, so you, yep. you know you don't have any th- any of your materials. Yeah, you don't have your like camper. You bear. don't get to go glamping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't forget your bear spray. Right. <laughs> oh man, that's the worst. I hate getting eaten by a bear because I forgot my bear spray. Ugh. I w- I started. Well, I haven't gone in the last month or so because that's been busy. But I started hiking for the first time this this summer. Oh, excellent! Which is fun. Where are you going hiking? Uh, I went. Oh man, what's it called? It's like up in like near Shelby Township. This Stony like Stony Creek. Yes, okay. that's it. Yeah. Uh, went uh hiking up there. Those trails are pretty nice in the yeah. woods there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Belle Isle's always. I mean, it's not hiking as much as just like kind of wandering at Belle Isle, but yeah. that's always fun. Uh, I went. I talked about this a little bit on the show. Uh, couple, like a month or so ago, but I went on this road trip to like the Smoky Mountains and, and uh, uh, the other one, Shenandoah, <laughs> uh, and went hiking there. And it's no joke. It's it's no joke. Oh yeah, Those pretty big steep. old mountains. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. I was not used to it, but it was fun. Not for the weak of heart. No, because the views, but the views were like incredible. Like they were awesome, mm-hmm. especially at Shenandoah. Mm-hmm. So I recommend it. But yeah, hiking's fun. Where is Shenandoah? In Virginia. Okay. West Virginia and also well, West West It's in West Normal Virginia and East West Virginia. Gotcha. <laughs> so, that's that's about where it is, but they're really awesome. Mm-hmm. I recommend it if you like outdoors at all. Uh Do you like going swimming? Going swimming in the lakes? Um, pretty poor swimmer. Um, oh, you can't swim? I'm I'm a poor swimmer. Oh. So it's what does fun. that mean? Like if I had to, I could get it done. <laughs> if, 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 like if you were in a if, if you were an in a movie. If it was an emergency situation, yeah. I might be able to cross the river. But mm-hmm. uh, I, but I do like being submerged in water. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do like the experience of water. I like taking baths. Yes. Um, you don't have to really swim in a bath. <laughs> if you have to swim Thank in God. a bath, it's too you put too much water in. <laughs> But no, I I do like being in lakes and and uh, you know dipping my feet in, mm-hmm. yeah, getting in there. So the swimming part though, I, I don't like it to be taller than I am. So anything over five or actually four feet. That's yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Like when I was a little kid, I used to go swimming and I would just pop right in the deep end and I would like be yeah, I'm I'm swimming in the deep end and I'm fine. But now if I'm swimming and yeah, if my feet can't touch the ground, I'm right. like I don't want. As a child, we this. can be so daring and adventurous, yeah. and then well, because mortality hasn't sunk in yet. That's why we True. don't know what death is. We and think also, it's just we would sleep. miss less. You know, now we have like loved ones, and we care about our inhibitions and passions and stuff. As a little kid, it's like if we die, it's like what we freak, we lose our Game Boy. Lucky, like, lucky charms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lucky charms. Like whatever, mm. I can live without lucky charms. Uh, that makes one of us. <laughs> anyway, no more about child death. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell me a little bit about you, Emily. Where uh, where did you uh, grow up, and uh, where you, where are you from, and when did you start making music? Uh, I grew up in Troy. Mm, Troy Honda. <laughs> That's exactly where I grew up, right there in a I car. I grew up in the service center. I grew up in the service, yeah, that one strip off of Maple. Yes. Yeah, inside a Honda. At Troy Honda. Troy Troy Honda is the only reason I ever really went to Troy. <laughs> now that I don't have a Honda anymore, mm. I never go there anymore. Mm. So I'm sorry. That's it's fine. It's my hometown, but <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Well, I mean, th- honestly, that that's our version of downtown in Troy. Is the is the, is, the, the motor mall? The motor mall. Yeah, that's that's our culture. Oh God. That's where you have your town halls. Yeah. Block party. In the motor mall. 
<laughs> bumper cars. That's great. Oh, <laughs> bumper cars. Yeah. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Bumper cars with real cars. Oh, yeah. That's the Troy way. Mm-hmm. So I started playing uh, music. I think I was 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. You know, teen. Um, and just been doing it ever since and steadily got a little better every year. I was not one of those like prodigy kids. Yeah. Where you're you like, like pick up a guitar and everyone's like, oh my God. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. I had to really work at guitar it. Guitar was the, was your and, uh, first instrument? Yes. Uh, no. 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 Violin. Ooh. Yeah. But then I broke my wrist on a skateboard and, and set that down. You can't play guitar. violin with a broken wrist on a skateboard. No, you cannot. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. You can go to Paxson you can. with a broken wrist at a skateboard. I feel like I did that maybe. <laughs> Probably. We all did. <laughs> yeah. Do you still skateboard? No. No, I didn't even actually skateboard. I just wanted to impress That was the time you were skateboard. <laughs> you skateboarded the one time and you broke your wrist. Yep. Yep. I almost broke my collarbone the one time I tried to skateboard, <laughs> and I never did it again. I think what happened was I asked my mom if I could get a skateboard. She said no. Mm-hmm. Um, so I asked my dad if I could get a skateboard. He said yeah, and then I got the skateboard and broke my yep. wrist like that day. Then did, how long did you keep the skateboard after Trying that? to ollie. I think <laughs> <so> probably. <laughs> you tried to ollie on your first day. <laughs> Ambitious. Yes. Very good. Uh, <laughs> so... um. So when did, so were you, would you say like you were kind of, as soon as you started playing music, you were like serious about it or you just kind of were like doodling with it? And... You know, I always was a kind of compulsive music listener and I always liked it. And um, I guess I would hear something and then try to replicate it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think when, for me, I mean, I wanted to write music too and I was always writing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like even before I played guitar, like writing songs and singing them and stuff. Um Show, but I don't know how serious I've, I guess, ever been. Really? <laughs> I, try, I mean, I try to be serious about it. Mm-hmm. And then when I, try, when I take it too seriously, I don't come up with much. Really? <laughs> yeah, I gotta just lighten up. Yeah. And then the songs flow. It's just like, you just gotta relax. Mm-hmm. Take it easy. It's like being on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you have an upcoming album called yes. Wake Up Brave, right? Yes. That's what it's called? Yes. Uh, tell me a little bit about this. How does it, like, uh, what's what's new? What's different about it from, uh, like, uh, your most recent album, which was a while ago? Yes, right. Yeah, 2011. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. So embarrassing. It's coming. <laughs> it's the, the, the enigmatic return of Emily Rose. Right, right. Well, um, it's quite a bit different, I think, from Porchlight Tragical, which is the mm-hmm. last record. Um, Great album. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say because th- I think the songs are um, a little more literal, um, a little more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, like, if you listen to both records, you can tell that in Portrait Tragical, I'm belting more. Mm-hmm. And uh, in uh, Wake Up Brave, it's more like up close and quieter. Got so it. it's it's more of an intimate record. Mm-hmm. How how did you feel differently uh, when writing either of them and well, recording them? I've gone through phases in my life of what I write about, um, and Porchlight Tragical. I think that I was kind of transitioning out of writing about relationships mm-hmm. um, and into writing about society, specifically how I disdained it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of where a lot of the songs, you know, and then uh, and then I was also starting to write story songs. Um, and then 
in moving into Wake Up Brave, it's a lot more story songs, mm-hmm. um, like just weird, interesting things that kind of caught my ear. Uh, and then a couple just really personal songs, not necessarily about relationships, but just kind of a little more off the beaten path topics. Yeah. So the topics have changed, I would say, mm-hmm. because of the phases of so- in songwriting that I've gone through. Awesome. Uh, so why why the uh, name Wake Up Brave? What's what's the meaning behind that? Well, I will tell you also that I tried to come up with a name for three years for this record. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I take a really long time to do everything, mm-hmm. including get on your show. Um, and <laughs> That's the first thing. Yes, right. <laughs> After that, everything can follow. Yes. So, uh, and I, yeah, I was trying to come up with a name for so long. Um, nothing was seeming to like really fit, mm-hmm. probably because... Uh, I wrote the song, the songs over a span of seven years. Oh, wow. So there's not necessarily just one like, catchphrase. Yeah, just it's not of, like one. Yeah. It's yes. just, yeah, you can't wrap it up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it takes a lot of different gift wraps. <laughs> you got to try on a, different, <laughs> a lot of different shirts. Yes. <laughs> um, but Wake Up Brave, for one, is a line in one of my songs uh, mm-hmm. that I think I sent, I emailed to you last night called Missouri River Bridge. And. Um, also, I like uh, well, I like I like the concept of bravery, mm-hmm. and like even though you're terrified of something, just kind of like standing there and withstanding it and, and doing it anyways. Yeah. But I didn't want it to sound too like m- martyr. Yeah. Be a brave person. Yeah. Or, else or like you'll die. you know like you know I, f- I was afraid that brave was getting too much of a like getting to be too much of a catchphrase thing uh-huh. in society now like. So brave. Yeah. You're so, you woke up this morning. You're so brave. Yeah. <laughs> so let me put down the title and, and then, and then not justify it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I, for, for some, whatever reason, the, the, the string of words wake up brave worked for me. Awesome. Cause it's like, for me, I, I tend to have a lot of anxiety when I first wake up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh God, here it is again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can relate to that, <laughs> right? So that's my like uh, struggle time. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has their like. Yeah. So for some people, I guess it's the middle of the night or when they go to bed, and it's usually the morning for me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like first thing when I wake up. So <clears throat> that's like when the the demons are the the most alive for me. Mm-hmm. So I have to kind of like have my shields up and my armor. I'm like, no, not today, Satan. That's awesome. You know? So it kind of got it does have a personal t- um, significance as well as just being a lyric in one of the songs too. Awesome. Uh, so how about we play a song from uh, from your new album? Yeah. Uh, which one do we want to start with? Is it going to be one I'm playing live? Um, yeah, let's do that. Cool. Which, let's, let's, uh, let's do Pamela. Pamela. Yeah. Who's Pamela? Pamela's a, an interesting character uh-huh. that you're going to get to know here. Okay. Um, it's uh, She's a woman that I, I met one time, mm-hmm. and uh, the, this this song is based on a true story. Awesome. Um, and I, I uh, wanted to write it for a long time and finally just got my button gear and did it. There we go. All right. So here is Emily Rose with Pamela. It had been a decade since her husband was alive. We encouraged Pamela to move on. I'll admit we were concerned that she believed he would return to love her once more. Pamela watching the door. Finally, we broke her down. She went online, made an account. 
her photo by the garden. For a while, no callers called until a pleasant man named Paul, who lived two states away, they started writing every day. Love came back for Pamela. She bought a brand new camera. Summer, fall, a letter from Paul. It said, "I love you." I love you too. If it happened to her, it could happen to you. It came time for them to get together. Paul said he might like Michigan weather, so he would come to her after traveling. Work. He said, "Pammy, wait for me." Before he flew over the sea, his next letter said, "Darling, I've been shot and I've been robbed. I'm stranded without identification. I write to you with urgency. The doc won't do the surgery until the bill's been paid. My love, I'm so afraid. There was no time to doubt or spare. When love pulls up, you pay the fare. She took out all her money. She followed the criteria and sent it to Nigeria. He's coming soon, she's sure. Pamela watching the door. Pamela watching the door. La 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 la. Pamela. La 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 la. Camera. La 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 la. I love you. If it happened to her, it could happen to you. La 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 la. Pamela. La 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 la. Camera. La 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 la. I love you. If it happened to her, it could happen to you. Ooh. Wow, that was awesome. Thank you. Legitimately gave me chills at one point. Excellent. Legitimate chills. Was it when I said Nigeria? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Nigeria. I actually set a fan behind you to go off at that moment. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't actually emotionally affected by no, the song. About it. Yeah, no. Oh. Weird. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So uh, one little thing I noticed uh, when researching you um, is your music was featured in the blockbuster video game Detroit Become Human. Yes. What the heck? How did that happen? <laughs> I haven't the slightest. Because um, uh, I'm, yeah. Wow, right? right like, okay, so <laughs> anyone who isn't familiar with what that is, it's this huge, like, seriously, like, big game that came out this year on PlayStation 4. 
uh, from this like really big company and like Quantic Dream. Quantic Dream. That that's it. And uh, uh, they've made games like Heavy Rain and and stuff like that. And it's just it's based in Detroit and it's about like these androids like becoming human basically. Right. Um, Pretty cool game. I've yeah, played, it, I played a little bit of it. I haven't played it but i've watched gameplay of it uh because yeah. i'm a nerd right. <laughs> because i don't have ps4 but i just heard that uh pootie pie is that it pewdie pie <laughs> i mean his name his name is funny anyway pewdie pie but pootie pie is way funnier forgive me no I don't, he's yeah. playing it at this time oh really yeah oh, okay my, my 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 best friend she's a she's a gamer so mm-hmm. she's like oh my god emily PewDiePie is playing Detroit Become playing Human, your and your songs are going to get heard. And I'm like, who the heck is PewDiePie? I don't know <laughs> if I said PewDiePie at that time, but... So, yes. how did this happen? Like, Well, I mean, for one, it takes place in Detroit. So, yes. they, they, I guess the company wanted to do to feature some Detroit musicians. Yeah. Um, because they did a lot of the filming here too, so they wanted some authenticity, and I think that's amazing mm-hmm. that they decided to, you know, feature some some locals. I love that they yeah. did that, and they did choose like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't completely out of the blue that I would have gotten chosen. I mean, right. they, they did narrow it down to one city of musicians. Yes. Um, I'm not sure though, like how I got found by them because honestly, I just opened up my email one day. I mean, two years ago. Wow. Like this is long. It's been a long process, and they said that they were interested. I got you know a lady from Quantic Dream got in touch. She said she was interested in maybe using my music and or she's looking for Detroit musicians. So I sent her some of my songs. I sent her some of my other. I told her like let me give you a you know smattering of folk you know artists in the area. Um, so just sent her some stuff, and I think she you know responded back immediately like thank you so much. And then I didn't hear from her for mm-hmm. and you're like well there was that. Exactly. Uh-huh. And, you know, and I was super excited, but I didn't get my hopes way too up about it because, you know, I mean, there's a ton of great musicians yeah. in the area. And I didn't necessarily think that my music was a video game worthy, but yeah. I also am not a video gamer and I, I can't really make that call. Yeah, you would probably expect it to be like, boom, 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 Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, she ended up getting back in touch with me. I could have been like a, a year later almost. Mm-hmm. Wow. And said, oh, turns out... She's like, oh, sorry, just stop following this email. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'd almost forgotten about it, you know? Um, and she said, oh, turns out, you know, there's a couple of your songs that are going to work perfectly uh, for the video game. Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was super excited. Man. So, like, and they actually, they're not just on the soundtrack. Like, they actually appear in, in the, game. the game. Yes. And have, have you, if you've seen the parts that... That it happens in? Oh, uh, no, because you have to get to certain levels and unlock things mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> I'm uh, not, it's just too much I, work. I, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I've, I mean, I, I like, watched my friend play through the beginning and uh, um, where you're, like, going through and cleaning a house. Um, but my, my girlfriend, who I was telling you about, she did mm-hmm. get to Seven Moons. I guess it's playing in the background of a mall uh, in some scene. Which, like, it's playing in the mall in a video game. Has it played in the mall in real life? No, yet? it is no? not. Well, maybe now it will. <laughs> but, like, how does it feel knowing, like, that game sold over a million copies? And, like, your music's in it. It's so cool, right? It's, I'm sorry. I'm just, like, gushing about it because it's just so neat. I got, I, <laughs> I, on YouTube, some, like, uh, farmer from Australia. Oh. I know. Gung, gung. Gung, gung. Gung, gung. Gung, gung. 
<laughs> was like, hey, I found your music on Detroit Become Human. Wow. It's super cool. I, I really like the chord changes. And I, was <laughs> I like, like how you strum that guitar. I was like, gung gung. <laughs> You're like, I play music. Form, farm, farm. <laughs> Australia. Um, so, yeah, but I love the fact that, you know, it's an opportunity to uh, get my music heard by people that I think who probably wouldn't usually, yeah. you know, hear mm-hmm. what I do. So it's very cool. Yeah, that's super neat. Very, so very cool. um, you also do... Uh, or you have done before that we were talking about it before the show, like some like comedy improv music stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- talk about that a little bit. What is what's that? Well, I wouldn't call it improv because everything oh. I, everything I do is like I don't know why I, I said improv. I, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I uh, I mean, I, I write it out and then go over it a zillion times. <laughs> it's like the opposite of improv, right? Mm-hmm. Highly edited. Yes. Uh, but. Uh, I so I get writer's block a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a curse, um, and yet somehow I can kind of break it up by writing like funny, silly songs. I do parodies mm-hmm. and also just like funny kind of stuff ish. Um, it's kind of ridiculous, uh, but it started as just like, oh, I just did this parody actually of Ironic by Alanis Morissette, mm-hmm. and I did that like I don't know six, seven years ago, <laughs> and then. People started coming to me, oh, this would be a good idea for one. Or, oh, you know, like, what about this? And so I started co-writing some parodies and um, just writing funny songs on the side. And then if I'm playing a set and it's, like, really heavy stuff because I don't typically write, like, Sunshine Rainbow songs. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, it's, like, kind of stuff that has, like, an overtone of tragedy to it. It breaks up the set and gets the room to, like, just kind of like let loose a little yeah. bit. And I like it. Yeah. And I, I find it easier to write funny stuff than I do serious stuff. Um, so actually the next record I'm going to be uh, releasing after Wake Up Brave is going to be a comedy album. Really? Yes. Ooh. Do you know when that's going to be released? Well, no, because I'm, I'm not starting recording it till uh, probably September, October. Okay. Um, but so Christmas time. Well, that's pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. My last record took three years, um, but I, 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 if if everything were to go my way, probably next summer. Awesome. Yeah. Do you know what the name of it is? I do. Ooh. It's called Namaste is the new fuck you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's so good. Is it a terrible idea to have a swear word in a title? No. No. It's <laughs> or offensive line in a title. It's like all the nos. I think Check. it's edgy. Check. People are gonna be like, ooh, I want that. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have you come back on and 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 play some songs. I'd from be it. glad to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in addition to writing music, you also are a poet, uh, which I know they kind of they go hand in hand a little bit. Uh, you you have released you released a poetry album. The name of it is escaping me now. A poetry uh, book. Po- yeah, I'm sorry, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, poetry book. Poetry albums are just uh, actually <laughs> music albums. Yes, <laughs> no. they're music albums. No, I think actually I, there are poetry albums. People like yeah, like yeah. spoken word. Yeah. Um, what was the name of the the, the book again? Cemetery Tea Party. Mm. And uh, so when you're sitting down, like, like what is the difference to you? Like, why make something a poem rather than a song, or vice versa? Um, that's a good question. Uh, why? So, so I write short poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I like brevity a lot. And actually my songs are usually pretty short too. If mm-hmm. I can get it done in three minutes, good. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a poem, sometimes it's just like one little thought that I want to get out. It's not meant to be a song. I Got think it. it's, it's like just a little, okay, 
put that down, and it's clear that it was not supposed to be a song. Mm-hmm. The song is a little bit more involved. Yeah. So for me... More of a story. Exactly. So for um, for me, poetry is like if I want to be creative, um, but I, but it's but it's not coming in the song form. It's usually just felt short poem. Yeah. Yeah. Just like a thought you have, then you got to get it down on paper. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. More people should write their thoughts down because then there'll probably be more good poetry and not really bad forced poetry. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> so you have a, a record release show uh, this Saturday. Yes. Uh, the 18th. Correct. And, uh, uh, it's featuring Scott Fab mm-hmm. and Carmel Liberty. Whose sticker is on the wall? Mm-hmm. I put that there myself. That oh. whole that whole wall. That's you. So you've had Carmel on the show. Yep. Isn't Carmel. She great? She's awesome. Amazing. I love her. We're going on tour in the fall. Really? Yeah. Ooh, where at? East Coast. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. I, I'm so excited that she's going to do this show this Saturday. Yeah. She's and, uh, really she's a re- like really unique like singer songwriter like just super interesting style like, right talk about a powerhouse it. yeah powerhouse that should be the name of your tour the powerhouse tour the powerhouse folk tour oh mm-hmm. god we had a great name for the tour what was it oh i'll get back to you on carmelo rosie <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh so tell me about this uh uh this record release show um oh, it's at ant hall yeah uh and uh it's uh going to be i'm going to have um carmel open then scott's going to play then um uh, mark bolahan who um co-produced and engineered my record's going to play a couple songs nice. of his and then i'm going to do a solo set um probably call carmel up uh for a couple songs though because she's a great harmonizer mm-hmm. and then i'm going to call up my trio mates um audrey kubat and tamara finley and we're going to do a trio set we do like three-part harmony mm-hmm. stuff um, and then, rumor has it, I might end the show with a little comedy. Uh-oh. So, you know, you can get there. Taste. Uh, get there at 8. show's going to start promptly at 8.30, and it shouldn't go past 11.30. If it does, I'm out. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, we'll go hang out at Ghost Light and um, have, like, a little afterglow there. But, you you know, you can... Oh, wait. Yeah. You'll probably be able to get home by 11.30 midnight if you need to. For so. a second, I thought this weekend was going to be the one that I get my wisdom teeth out, but that's actually the one before. So this episode's being released the weekend after my wisdom teeth just got taken out. Oh, All four of boy. them. Boy, yeah, you're going to need to come to this show then. Yeah, just, I'll, I'll be in a wheelchair. <laughs> you need a wheelchair to get your wisdom teeth out. I'm a wimp. I've never had surgery before. I'm 26 years old, never had surgery or anything. I've never broken a bone, never had anything. This, okay, I haven't talked about this on the show yet because it just happened. But, I mean, by the time this is released, it happened like a month ago. But anyway, uh, this wisdom tooth, my top right one, it is impacted. So it got a cavity in it because it's, like, impossible to thoroughly clean. Um, So it, the other day, I was, like, brushing it, and a piece of it broke off. Broke off. Did you swallow it? No, I spit it out. But I, so now I just have this sharp little jagged wisdom tooth rubbing against my cheek. Ouch! It's not fun, and it hurts. I'm but sorry. it's leaving my body soon. And by the time this episode is up, it'll be gone. I'll be editing this episode, recovering from my wisdom teeth. I should probably do that before. Maybe <laughs> I probably yeah, because do. you're gonna be like all high on drugs. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, I should probably do that before I release this episode. <laughs> well, good luck to you. I hope that everything goes well. It, it will. You. I mean, it will go well. I mean, I might die. They do this all the time. <laughs> they do do this, this all the time. Not, they do it in their sleep. How many people die from going under anesthesia? Zero. Zero. <laughs> That's bold. <laughs> but thank you. That gives me. That makes me feel confident. They're only giving me a little bit of anesthesia. She says it's like a baby. It's like a baby uh, IV, like for babies. It's like a mosquito bite. They're gonna bring out like a syringe <laughs> that, that lie to me. I tell them to bring out the big guns. Yeah, <laughs> they're like what? No, come on, bring give, give, bring like a the, shotgun what if syringe. The baby anesthesia doesn't work. You're not a baby. I'm not a baby. I'm a lot bigger than a baby. I'm like significantly larger than. How a many baby. babies do you think you could fit inside you? Uh, probably like twelve, <laughs> at least. Yeah. How big are the babies? Are we talking like newborn babies? Or are we talking like almost about to be toddlers? No, let's say newborn, like a seven pound baby. Newborn, seven, whoa. Uh, okay, let's, let's do, do some math. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I could have fit exactly 40 babies. In me. 40 babies. 40 babies. Wow. If they're all seven pound babies, I'm 285 okay. pounds. What's 125 divided by seven? 125 divided by... But this is if they're all, like, really squished co- really together. Compact. They don't have any room to breathe. Really compact babies. Uh, you could fit about 17 babies in you. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> put that on your OkCupid okay profile. Put that on your LinkedIn account. <laughs> put it on your LinkedIn. <laughs> you can fit approximately 17 babies. 17.8 babies. Condensed. So you can run up to 18. So... What is this next song that you'll be showing us called? This is called Dime at the Bottom of My Purse. And what is the song about? Song is not about a dime. No. Um, or it could be. It's just about whatever it is that you need to let go of in life. And it's big enough that it could, it could be anything. Nice. All right. Here's a song about a dime <laughs> by Emily Rose. Uh, dime at the Bottom of My Purse by Emily Rose. the bottom of my purse I can't afford to dream that you're more I dropped you in and I dug you out before it's no safer here dime at the bottom of my purse than any beggar's bowl or junkie's hand wearing the cloak of supply over the flesh of demand I reach down inside my bag of phantom riches I cut my fingers pawing at your ridges removing you is heavy work Dime at the bottom of my purse 
seems I've made it worse Dime at the bottom of my purse I'm overdrawn And halfway home Still holding on To a coin I don't own I'm pulling out At any price Called my hands as a preventative sacrifice. Possessing you isn't worth feening my days away on earth. I spent my last dollar on these words. I'm at the bottom of my purse. Wow, that was certainly a song about a dime. <laughs> yep, that's what it's about. That's all it is. Yep. I found a dime. Yeah. There it was. <laughs> the end. Uh-huh. That's it. <laughs> Sorry. Who's on there? FDR? Uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Is he who's on there? Dime? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What a handsome guy, huh? Ooh. Oh, I mean, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I love, I love that that is your sound for your heartbeat. It's like it's like an old elevator crashing against the walls. <laughs> I mean, he's he's no Andrew Jackson, but no, he's you're attracted to Andrew Jackson. Who everyone is. I mean, really, that's the one that that's who you think the hot president is. It's like a that's known. Really? Yeah. How do you think he got his own musical? It's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> it wasn't about like it wasn't know, about it. his political brilliance. No, 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 no. no. Definitely true. That that's not that was. Mm-mm. Anyway, where can people? Thank you so much for joining us on the show, Emily. It was my pleasure. Absolute pleasure having you. Yeah, really great times. Um, and where can people find more from you? Um, <clears throat> I am on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple other Emily Roses. None of that matter. No. Uh, I think I'm the second one who comes up. Um, Not for me. So, oh, really? You were number one. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, I, I added an avatar, so it's you know, my little face pops up when you press em- yes. when you type in Emily Rose on Spotify. So, if you can definitely recognize her from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm on Facebook. I think uh, it's uh, Emily Rose Detroit. Mm-hmm. I think is the handle. Uh, it's, you know, it's uh, Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. Reverb Nation. I haven't checked that in a while. You're probably fine. I think I'm on there. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm on there. You are. But Great. Okay. Thank you. It's... What? How do you find me? Uh, how did I? How? How do I listen to you? Yeah. Where do you? Spotify. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Great. Or Bandcamp. Perfect. Depending on how I'm feeling. Excellent. If I want to track my scrabbles for Last FM, <laughs> then I do Spotify. Perfecto. Mm. So, uh, again, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it's um, a delight. Everyone, go check out Emily Rose's record release show for Wake Up Brave this Saturday, August 18th at Ant Hall. We will be back after this break with more fun.
Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. Uh, we just got off with Emily Rose, singer-songwriter, and she went to the zoo. She's at the zoo now, petting those panda bears. They should make an an openly open petting zoo for just any animal at the zoo. That should just be like a promotion they do for a weekend. <laughs> like, hey, come pet the tigers. <laughs> it might cause some deaths, but it you can't say it wouldn't sell tickets. It would sell tickets. I'm just telling mm-hmm. you. I'm just saying. But now we are joined by a widowed woman from Newark, New Jersey. Her name is Trish Vandekamp. How are you doing, Trish? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good, yeah. Great to have you on the show. It's great to be here. I've never been on the radio before. Well, it's not radio. It's a podcast. It's like on-demand radio. Just crushed my dreams. It's bigger than radio now. Is it? Mine mine isn't, but podcasts in general. You know, I don't have a smartphone, so I just don't get to listen to podcasts. What kind of phone do you have? I have a flip phone. A Razor? Motorola. Yep. Yeah. Same company that makes Razor. Is it? Uh, can I see it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that is a Razor. I didn't know people still made Razors. Still had Razors. I didn't even know it was a Razor. So you have had it since like 2006, probably? About basically. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so you're just not a big technology person? Not really. Just my TV. Just love my TV. Ooh, what, what kind of TV do you got? Um, it's a it's a HD TV. Oh, one of those new ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I put it on layaway and yeah. finally paid it off. From where? Uh, uh, Kmart. Came. Ooh, my favorite store. Mm-hmm. It's a good America's store. America's favorite store. Uh, until they start closing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God rest its soul. There's still some that are open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's exciting. It is exciting. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. Still, you still uh, go there whenever? Do you still? Are there any near you that are still open? There's one. In Newark? Yeah. I, I like to shop the Jacqueline Smith collection. Oh. <laughs> What's so special about the Jacqueline Smith well, She collection? was one of the angels, Charlie's angels. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I only yeah. knew Buffera. She was the classy one. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. The one that Drew Barrymore played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yes. You didn't see that one? No. No? No. I just... Don't touch the angels. No, no. So, uh, what 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 brings you to Michigan? I kind of just found you wandering around campus, and <clears throat> yeah, I moved here about ten years ago to take care of my sister. She's in hospice. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. What? Why is what? What's? Uh, she's just getting old. Yeah, she won't die. Oh. No. No. Why? I just think because she's a strong-willed bitch. <laughs> You're not a fan of her? No, no. My mother left everything to us. So as soon as she dies... Then it's yours. Then it's mine. She doesn't have any kids? No, no. No? No. no. I have kids, but she oh, doesn't. Do. Yeah. Tell me about them. I have two ungrateful little brats. Who are, what's the, what are their names? Uh, there's Charlie mm-hmm. and uh, there's uh, Brittany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are they ungrateful? They never call me. They never come see me. No? No. They still live in Newark? No. They don't? No, no, they don't. They moved way far away from me. Really? One's in England. Charlie's in England. Oh. Yeah. And doing br- what? Uh, he's doing uh, medical stuff. He's a doctor. Oh. Yeah. That's something to be proud of. Yeah, I'm proud of him. I'd be more proud if he came to see his mother. Yeah, or called her. Yeah, at least call. My race is always on. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. Were you a bad mom growing up? I don't think Raising so. Them? I mean, I just let them be. 
Just let yeah. them go out there and be, you know, back in the day, we weren't like doing play dates and all this other stuff. So we mm -hmm. just basically kicked them out of the house so I could watch my soap operas. Watch your, watch your shows. Yeah. You know, so they wouldn't make noise. You know, if they mm -hmm. came back home alive, I called it a win. Yep. Did any, you ever have any kids that came back not alive? Not that I want to talk about. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, you are widowed. Yes. Um, was your husband's death timely? It was about 25 years ago, so, Carl. So no, not timely. Not timely, no. No. What happened, if you don't mind me asking? He was a bus driver. Of course. Yeah, and uh, he parked on a hill, oh, his bus. And, uh, bad he, idea. Yeah, and he forgot to put on the emergency brake. A school he, bus or a, like a public bus? It was a public bus, okay. and uh, he wasn't very bright. And he forgot to put on his emergency brake, and he got ran over by his own bus. Oh, no. Yeah. Did, did he die immediately? I think so. I mean, I wasn't there. Good. I was watching Donahue. Oh. <laughs> so how did that affect you when that first happened? Did, did you did you like him a lot? I liked him. I yeah. tolerated him. Yeah. You know, you know, we had separate beds, but yeah, so, you know, that happens. Sometimes. Yeah, but no, no, it's a little lonely. Was that sleep apnea related, or was that just you didn't like sleeping together? I, I got to a point where I didn't like him touching me. Oh. Yeah. Eh. I just needed my own space. Fair enough. Yeah. Like at all or just at night? Mm, pretty much all the time. Yeah. 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 He he had like dry skin. It was just mm -hmm. too rough. Good riddance. Yeah. Good riddance. But I do miss him. Uh, yeah. You just miss his him. insurance policy was nice though. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get a good life insurance out of that? Yeah. Yeah, good. I did. Yeah. Good. Set me up pretty yeah. nice. He was a yeah. good man that car. So what uh, what did you do uh for work or did you did or did you work? Um I worked at a Woolworth. I assume you're retired now. Yeah, I am retired. Yeah. yeah. I worked at a Woolworth for a little while. Oh. Yeah, in the what cafe. It's a store that's not around anymore. No, no it's kind of like a Kmart in oh. a way. Yeah, okay. it was like a dime store. Was the 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 Kmart of the nineties, uh, more like the seventies, eighties, oh. and before then. Got it. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Why does what what happened to it? It just went under. Sad. Yeah. Seems like your uh, your shopping habits are like a curse. You could say that. Yeah. Stay away from Kohl's. <laughs> That's where they they, <clears throat> they have the big and tall section. No, I'm 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 mostly like J C Penney's now. Okay, you can keep it. You okay, can, you can take care. You I'll can, take you it. You can take down JC Penn. I could. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you are. Um, have you gotten out at all since your husband died? Like, uh, gotten maybe flirted with anyone else? Eh, not really. I mean, I was a phone sex operator for a little while. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. When? When was that? Like uh, recently? Yeah, about five years ago. Oh. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I kind of pride myself on my Kathleen Turner kind of voice. <laughs> Turns the men on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see it. Mm -hmm. I hear it. You're cutie yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Well, what, made, what made you want to stop doing that? I stopped getting calls. Oh. Yeah. The 888 numbers aren't what they used to be. No. Yeah. People don't like dialing them. They're not, they don't trust them. The interwebs, the computers. like. Wait. So would you do outgoing <laughs> phone sex calls? To make a buck now, maybe, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, this little this lady hasn't had a wrestle in a while. No. No. Uh, do you wanna try like just simulating one? Ever so it's like good advertisement. People maybe will call you after it. Oh, so like you're my customer? Yes. Hey baby. 
Hi. Have you been a bad boy today? Mm, uh, yeah, I've been really bad. Oh, sounds like someone needs some punishment. Yeah, I, I really need to be punished. I need to be stepped on. First of all, call me ma'am. Ma'am? Yeah, that's Please step right. on me? I will step on you, but I need your respect first. Uh, Have you called your mother, by the way, lately? Not in a couple days. All right. If we're going to do this, you need to call your mom right after. She's dying to hear from you. Okay. You want me to think about my mom during this? Yes. Okay. Think about how much you disappoint your mother. Okay. You're a disappointing little brat. Okay. So ungrateful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now take your shirt off. It's off already. Oh, wow. You move fast. I don't wear clothes a lot when yeah. I'm at home. No, that makes sense. I don't either. Mm. Yeah. I'm just in my bra oh. and my... Panties. Oh. Yeah. Just sitting here smoking. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. What brand? Palma. Oh. Yeah. That's my favorite brand, too. I like camels, too, though. Oh, the camels. You're dirty. You're a dirty little boy. Uh -huh. That disappoints your mother. I, she hates me. Yeah, I can see why. I, I'm erect. <laughs> Okay. Well, that, that, uh, that's, yeah, I can see why people really liked having you. I, I'm surprised people stopped calling. I know I am too, but, you know, it just happens. Oh, man. That really, that got me going a little bit. Oh, well, I'm, I'm good at it. You're very good at it. Thank you. Man. So, man, so, like, when did you discover, have you always been, like, a sex symbol, kind of, like, growing up? Or? <laughs> I like to think I was. Really? Yeah. Carl said I was the sexiest girl in Newark. Mm -hmm. He also had bad vision, but I still took it for as a compliment. Tell me a story about like a time that your your latent sexuality got you something in life. I was at the butcher. Lots of delis in uh, Newark. So uh, it was Bobby the butcher, and usually... He would sell out of the prime steak. And one day I came in wearing a little slip of a something. Oh. And I was like, Bobby, you ain't holding out on me today. I showed him a little leg. A little leg? I got a lot of that prime steak. Yeah? Yeah. How old were you at the time? I was 46. Mm. Yes, yes. Very nice. Old butcher shop. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, uh, that's getting me going. Just thinking about it. <laughs> wow. I'm not even doing the phone sex stuff now. No. No. No, you're just it's just working for me. Yeah. You want a lamb shank? That's what you want, is a lamb shank. <laughs> Take a lamb shank. <laughs> so, uh tell me a little bit about um like your retirement. Like how what what do you do on an average day? Like uh do you get to do you just enjoy yourself or Yeah. When you're not doing I make sure my stuff. sister's not dead. Yeah. You know, that's always good. Always crossing my fingers that she might be. Mm -hmm. And then I um, I just pretty much watch TV. I drink about a pot of coffee. A whole pot? That's an, yeah, just to start the day. Doesn't that like give you the jitters? No, nothing really rattles me that no? much. No, I'm I can't built drink like more a tank. Than, I can't drink more than one cup of coffee without getting getting all jittery. That's because you're just a little baby. <laughs> that's true. I'm a little man. <laughs> you're a little baby. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you work yourself up to being able to drink that much coffee? It takes a lot of years. Mm -hmm. You know, my mom said I came out of the womb wanting coffee, so. Mm. Oh, brother. How's yeah. your mom doing? 
Oh, mom passed away long oh. ago. I'm 72. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, they, but they had, their parent, mom had them when they were 20. They could still be alive at 92. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Thank God she's not alive, though. You didn't like her. Oh, no. No, she just looked down on anything anybody did. Wow. I would never be that way. No. No. Never? No. What, what kind of uh, things would she look up, down upon you for? Oh, she didn't like Kyle. She thought I could do better. She didn't like that he was a bus driver. No? Do you no. think you could have done better? I mean, yeah, I think I could have, but, you know. So she wasn't wrong for judging you for that? So you're siding with my mom? No. Well, I think you're siding with my mom. She just gave me an awful look. Yeah. Yeah, I'm staring you down right now. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't I don't know Carl. I don't know your mom. Or I didn't know either of them. They're both dead. But one thing I will say, I still called her. Called her every day. Every single day. Yeah, unlike two children. Charlie and Brittany, if you're out there. If you if they were here, what would you say to both of them right now? You bastards. Really? Yes. Are they actually bastards? No, no, they're not bastards. You, you were married at the time. Right, Kyle's both of their fathers. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. That's natural. Some natural. I took a lot of drugs when I had them. Like what kind of drugs? Oh, for the pain. Not oh. like not like the marijuana. Like you didn't, you didn't like shoot up heroin when no, you were no. in labor? We didn't have that back then. You didn't have heroin? Not that I know of. Yeah, the CIA did probably invent it in like the 80s, I think. Yeah, I think it was mostly crack rock. Yes. I did crack do that rock. once. How was that? Eh. Not like it. I prefer my pot of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, coffee is a pretty hell of a drug. It is. It is. It's all I need. It's all it takes. All I need. That, maybe a good cigar. So uh, you actually uh, gained some, like, sl- a little bit of fame recently because you narrated an audiobook. Um, it was uh, the re-release of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes. Uh, and you were the narrator for it on Audible. I was the narrator. Which is weird, because uh, you're not British. Why? Well, because you're not British. You would think, oh, like a British person would be the reader for Harry Potter book, but they were trying to naturalize it a little bit more for. They didn't want it to be so bougie. Correct. Um. So how did that? Did you ever read the Harry Potter books before? Never. So you weren't familiar with the material no. when you were reading it. No, but I can read. Yeah. Great. So it, that That's was great. the only prerequisite. Um. Do you mind? Uh. Just to give my my readers a little, my listeners a little bit of a taste, uh, just reciting real quick, just like a from memory, from memory, okay, paragraph of from Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> Harry was so sad. <laughs> he was so so sad. Hermione came up to him and was like, "What's wrong, Harry?" And he was like, <laughs> "Shut up, you know it all. I'm just having a moment of sadness with myself." <laughs> Not everything can be fixed by you, Hermione. Hermione got her feelings hurt. She got her panties in a bundle. Mm -hmm. And she stormed off. Harry was just wondering, would he ever have a family that loves him? Probably not. That I wasn't expecting you to read the last part, the last lines of the book. That's spoilers. Spoilers, really? Yeah. You haven't read the book yet. It's I been have, out for... but I, not everyone who I've ha, who's listened to my podcast has. It's been out for like 20 years. It's like reading the end of Catcher in the Rye. Oh, spoilers. I haven't even read that Catcher in the Rye. What? I haven't read the Catcher in the Rye. Do you mind re- re- reciting <laughs> the end of that by memory? <laughs> yeah, I'll recite that from memory. I have a good memory like an elephant. Okay. Okay. Holden realized that maybe 
he had the wrong outlook on life. Maybe all he needed to do was call his mom more, love her, and visit her, and that be a good person. And then, and then, he'd finally be that catcher in the rye. <laughs> That's where they got the name for the book. Yeah, it's the very last line. That's the very last line in the book. And mm-hmm. they, what does that mean? The catcher in the rye. I don't. I never really understood. I. I, I never read the book. So there's a lot of bread out there. It's easy to get lost in bread. <laughs> yeah. So you got to catch. So you got to catch your opportunities amongst the bread. Oh man, that's really good. That's very good. Thank so you. Uh, you um, you tried uh and this is something i know that you me- you mentioned before the show you didn't want me to talk about mm-hmm. am i uh, gonna talk about it then we're gonna have to talk uh, about it because it's it's interesting and the, you know the show's all about featuring interesting people and interesting things and doing okay. interesting stuff i'm glad you find me interesting that's very sweet you're very interesting thank you so you have you in the i think it was 1972 uh, you were quali- trying to qualify for the Summer Olympics. Yes. Um, for what was it, pole vaulting? Pole vaulting, yes. Wow. I, I was built very strong, so and, pole vaulting was a given. And why is this so such a touchy subject for you? I, I know you didn't qualify, but you still you got pretty far. Yeah, well, the problem was I got pregnant with Charlie. Oh. Yeah. My dreams got put on hold for Charlie, who doesn't call me anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a pain. Like, why you have this mother, you know, that Mm -hmm. raised you and took care of you and gave you the life that you always, you know, you wouldn't have had otherwise. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes, you're a good boy. Thank you. Yeah. I call my mom. Good for you. I don't don't call her as often as I should, but I still call her a... a couple times a week. And least. I know she loves it. It's keep doing it. It keeps her alive. I will do it. I'll do it for you. Thank you. Do you um do you have any regrets about raising your kids? Well, if I could have foreseen the future and what would happen with me and my children, mm-hmm. I probably would have gotten an abortion. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I would have been a a world famous pole vaulter. Yeah. I mean, I gave that all up for them. Mm-hmm. And I told them that every single day. They acted up. I'm like, hey, I gave up pole vaulting for you. You should be happy that you were aborted. Why didn't you ever try to do uh, uh, pole vaulting again after I'm, they were born? You know, you got to raise them. Yep. Carl was working and then he died, you know, in that awful accident. And so, I mean, somebody had to be home. That and- didn't happen until years later, though. Well, yeah, but, you know, I... Was, well, the 25 years ago, so... Yeah. It happened in, like, what, 93? Yeah, somewhere around there. The, the years just blend together. Mm-hmm. They blend together. And I come from an age where it's important for a mother to be at home with their children. Yeah. You know, Fair like, enough. you know, I did the World War thing for a little bit, but I couldn't be traveling around the world doing Olympics. No. You know, like, Carl couldn't handle that. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Lochte doesn't have any kids, as far yeah. as I know. Michael Phelps. Yeah. No. Yeah, he's too busy smoking the marijuanas. I think that only happened one time. Just once? Or I don't yeah. That's all that's all we know of. I know. He had such potential. He's still he's still a great Olympian. 
I guess, but he's kind of tarnished. Just because he smoked marijuana once? I think so. It's a trashy drug. Really? I think it's very trashy. Why? It smells like skunk. Who wants to smell like a skunk? That's like the biggest thing right there. Yeah. And then you act like a complete idiot on it. Really? You're just laughing and nothing. No. Hmm. It doesn't do anything for me. It's trash. A lot of your favorite musicians probably did a lot of marijuana, though. Oh, no, no, no. I, I don't think that Mr. Manilow would have done you're marijuana. Fa- you're a big fan of Barry Manilow? I am. Mm. Love that man. He's handsome. Yeah, he's very handsome. Mm. Still can't believe he's gay, but like... You can't? No. I just never saw it coming. Just, really? Jeez, what's going on with this world? Just, uh, people are becoming more open about their sexualities. Yeah, but, but you know, there's something about keeping things in your home. Mm-hmm. Just keep it in the home. Don't let it out there. Mm. Back in the day, we didn't talk about who we voted for and whatnot. It was private. Yeah. And people need to keep things private. That's fair. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just too much out there. Yeah. Uh, do, well, do you have anything upcoming coming up that uh, you would like to promote? Oh, yes. I'm doing new Audible on the Dr. Seuss collection, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. All of them at once. Yes. Do you, would you mind giving us an excerpt? <clears throat> I guess. Okay. All right. No, I don't want green eggs and ham, Sam. I don't want them on the porch. I don't want them on a torch. I don't want them in the evening. I don't want them during a film screening. I'm pretty sure that's how it went. I don't know. It doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> I mean, have you done Audible books? I have not. Well, thank you so much. So much for being on the show. I'm oh. sorry we, we ran out of time. Yeah, time just goes by. Oh, You're man. welcome. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank um, you. I hope your kids call you. I do too, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, me neither. No. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back next week with more fun. Here once again is Emily Rose. Bye. Between the skyscraper on the prairie And where the west begins Iron workers worked on the Misery River Bridge He said the profits of the trade Were well worth the risk We raised five babes, you were our sixth And each morning I'd watch him go My nose against our foggy North Dakota ranch home window Your daddy was a builder of many things I only wish he would have built himself some wings I took a seamstress job in Bismarck after Papa took the fall and looked after you, Joe became the bearing wall. Had no means for a burial, we were barely keeping fed. But we can lay these flowers on the misery river bed. And each morning, wake up parade. If your back's against a wall that will not budge, then leave your love in grave. 
and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.